family, you may be seated. It is amazing to be back here in the house of the Lord, but this house where I've had the privilege to meet so many of you. My husband and I have preached here before, and there's amazing love, and I feel amazing love and wrapped in love the second I step through the door here. My sister, Pastor Danelle, who picked me up, and just, it's amazing how God will put people into your life, isn't it? People that you didn't know, and then five minutes later, you feel like you've known them forever, amen? God has anointed and appointed relationships for you and for me. What he has for you, he has for you. What he has for me, he has for me. Amen. So tonight we're going to talk about a positioning, if you will, an expectation, a different expectation. We are going to go higher than the holidays. Can you say amen? We are going to focus on life. And I am going to introduce to you a concept that I would love for all of us to dare to open our minds to, to have a new life resolution for 2018. Amen? A new life resolution for 2018. That is the title of this message. The text is from 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4 through 8 for my note takers. And the talking points that we are going to touch on tonight are these. Expectation, perspective, and capacity, expectation, perspective, and capacity. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you and praise you that you are the great and almighty Father. We ask that you would bless your word, that Holy Spirit, you would reveal Jesus to us, that you would reveal his great love and his great plan for us. You are the faithful, great, and almighty God, and we lift up the name of Jesus in this house tonight, and we say, Holy Spirit, have your way. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. amen. Ladies, could I get you to stand with me for the reading of God's word? In honor of our Savior. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4 through 8 reads like this. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. Prophecy and speaking in unknown languages and special knowledge will become useless, but love will last forever. Amen? Amen. You may be seated. The holiday season brings forth different emotions and different circumstances for all people. For some, the holiday season is a season of joy. We get excited and we can decorate the homes and we get excited about packages and family and friends. But for other people, it's not the same. For some people, the holidays presents a difficult time. It presents a challenging time where sometimes many personalities are coming together under one household to celebrate the reason for the season, which is Jesus. Amen. The reason for the season is Jesus. It is not a cliche. So tonight we're going to celebrate Jesus and go higher than a holiday and lift up the name of Jesus and present our life to him as a living sacrifice as he has for us. Amen. Sometimes those emotions are difficult. Your expectation, 
What is your expectation of the holiday season? And I want you to think about Romans chapter 12, verse two, where it says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. What happens during the holiday season? A picture is painted for us, isn't it? it? Excuse me. We see movies on the Hallmark Channel, It's the perfect house with the perfect family and the son comes home who's been lost forever and the lost love is jumping in the sleigh and the fire is burning and roasted marshmallows are everywhere. There's not a debt. There's not a credit card bill. Love is in the air. You get in the car. Christmas music. Sleigh bells ringling, jing, jing, jingling. A picture is painted for us. What happens when we begin to look at a so-called reality that is painted for us? Be very careful that you receive that picture as your reality. Why am I saying this? Not to discourage you, but we are going to disarm the enemy tonight. Amen? And how do we do that? We embrace our reality. What is your reality? For some of you, you know that you know that you know that this season is a difficult time for you. For some of you, you know that you know that you know that difficulty is going to present its, its, its difficulty is going to present itself at the home or wherever you are going to celebrate Christmas. Is that true for some? You just know it, don't you? That's not being negative, that's being prepared. Can we change our perspective, amen? Because if not, you're gonna be thinking about the Hallmark movie walking into your friend's house or your family's house and the expectation is gonna be off. You're not gonna be prepared. You're setting yourself up for harm. You're setting yourself up for failure, aren't you? To be hurt once again. Could I challenge you to change your perspective? Your perspective is your view, your thoughts, your knowledge, your facts, the facts of what your reality is. Could we dare to change our perspective? Lord, it is what it is. It is what it is. There were several years because of my lifestyle when I lost custody of my kids because of drug addiction, two husbands, two failed marriages later, where I had Christmas alone for a lot of years because I did not have my kids. So the holidays were were not a fun time for me. There were no Christmas cards. There were no Christmas presents. There were consequences. There was grief. There was sorrow. But see, I had to come to a place where I had to change my perspective and really turn my perspective around. And I'm talking about a challenging because I'm talking to some women of faith in the house tonight, amen? I'm talking about a real faith. I'm talking about being wrapped in the love of a savior that can lift you up in times like that. I'm talking about I had to make a new life resolution that I wasn't gonna let the enemy win during the holiday season. My life was not gonna be based on a hallmark moment. My perspective of the great savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, father, you rescued me. Therefore, restoration is possible with my children. Father, you rescued me, amen. You saved my soul. You came down and wrapped your great love around me in Jesus' name. That marriage book that Pastor D was talking about, Pastor Danelle, excuse me. That's my friend. 
Christmas all, wasn't always so wonderful with my husband. He didn't care about the holidays. Some of you are in that situation. It's not all that it's cracked up to be. Could we change our perspective? Could we change our perspective? Because I'm going to raise my praise to the Savior who is all worthy, who is worthy and honorable. I made up my mind that gatherings like this were my celebration. God, you love me so much that you would place me in the midst of women who can wrap their arms around me and I can feel love on this day. It doesn't have to be Christmas Day, but on this day. Amen? A change of perspective will literally change your life because you won't be set up for failure anymore. In the midst of a situation that doesn't feel so loving, how do we embrace the love of God? See, because we've got to get beyond coming to church to be preached happy. We got to be preached free. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. The pastor doesn't always have the answer. Because the answer is delivered in the word of God, isn't it? Amen. The pastor's going to deliver the word and the word is going to go forth. When you receive it, how is it going to come alive inside of you? It's our job to take it home. Word of God, speak. Word of God, change me. Word of God, convict me. Word of God, change me. Word of God, lift me up. Word of God, word of God, speak. You are the living word of God in Jesus' name. Amen. Somebody going to get preached free tonight. In his freedom, there's fullness of joy. Amen. A change of perspective. Lord, it's not about the holiday season. You are the reason for this. It is about you. It is about your purpose. It is about my family that I'm going to pray for, even if I have to go to their home. For some of you, perspective is going to be more than a mind change. It's actually going to be an action, a change of action. You have the power to make a new decision. I decide this year that this is unhealthy and we're not going. I decide this year that I'm not going to put my children in the midst of this situation. Why would you make that decision? Because you go into prayer and you say, Lord, I'm in the midst of this situation. Word of God, speak to me and give me the courage to carry out what you say to me. Many times, ladies, it's not that we don't hear the voice of God. We don't heed the voice of God because we don't like the answer. Because the expectation in the prayer, if it becomes your idol, if your expectation becomes the idol of your prayer, you're in trouble. You keep praying about the same thing. God gave you the answer. I didn't like the answer. I'm going back. No, I want a different answer. Why? When we pray with the expectation of God, make it go away. God, fix it. When we go sit in the prayer closet and God, I'm coming to you because I'm looking for the way to make it go away. Instead of you make a way where there is no way. His word preaches good, doesn't it? And I'm going to trip over this suitcase. Y'all are going to have to wrap me in a cast and shower me with love. Amen. I don't watch my step up here. Are you following what I'm saying? Because we are living in a time where everything is about us. Have it now, pay later. You will. Go out and buy a whole bunch of presents so you can be in debt. Amen? Because we got to learn to wait upon the Lord. We have to learn to be good stewards of not only his money, but his time. Amen? 
See, we're just talking tonight. We're not going to get into a deep teaching tonight because you get fed strong here. I already know that. I know who your pastor and your first lady is in Jesus' name. This is the word that the Lord poured into me for you, not just for you, but for me. I can't preach what he doesn't pour into me first and doesn't deal with me first. Amen? Somebody look at somebody else and say, this word's for me. Not for you, it's for me. (laughs) Holy Spirit's talking to me. And not the friend I'm thinking about that I wish it came. And not my husband that I hope is watching online. Holy Spirit, this word is for me. Amen. So we're talking about perspective tonight. We're talking about disarming the enemy. We're talking about growing up in the Lord and becoming women of faith and power. Father, I'm faced with this circumstance, but I trust you to give me the answer. I trust you that if I have to create a boundary this Christmas season, that is what I will do. And you have to know and be firm in who you are in Christ to know that when you deliver that answer, that even if the darkness comes against, you can't please everybody. You can't please everybody. The holiday season presents the the darkness of people pleasing. It presents that spirit, doesn't it? Got to please them with presence. Please this side of the family. Please that side of the family. Children are torn in two. You better make it over to my house because I'm going to see my grandbabies. Well, in the fa- you better make it over to my house because I got to see my gr- grandbabies. Well, this, listen, love does not demand its own way. Might I be the problem? Do you demand your own way? Do you demand that everybody is at your house at five o'clock? We're eating this, we're eating that. You open your presents, you're going to like it and praise the Lord. Amen. (laughs) I will see my grandbabies and you're coming to my house first. I don't care what your husband says. You come in here. We just, the Holy Spirit is getting in some stuff. He's just good that way. Amen. Because he's going to help us, isn't he? Isn't he? Love does not demand its own way. And that is vice versa. What happens when the demand comes upon you? See, God is so good that he set up this time for us to be prepared for our responses, to be prepared for a different thing, amen? To be prepared to go into your prayer time with the Lord, to be able to hear from him. Father, how do I talk about this with my husband if you're married? Father, if I'm single and there's a demand being placed on me, how do I handle these situations? Father, how would you have me speak to my children? Father, is it my year to say, son, daughter, it's okay? okay, I understand that you can't be with us this year. I love you and I want you to celebrate and your happiness is going to make me happy. Mm, Hurts, doesn't it? But watch when you operate in the spirit of the living God and we follow the word of God. Amen? Amen. My daughter, coming into a a wrapping of love is beyond an emotional feeling of a presence. Because love is sacrificial. Love does, does what's right just because it's right, amen? Period, end of story. Love is not a feeling, it's a commitment. The feelings are a, a byproduct of doing what is right, not demanding its own way. Because if I have to demand my own way and pull a response out of you, that's not genuine love anyway, is it? That's control. That's an issue inside of me. 
That's an issue that's presenting itself. That's not healthy. It's not healthy. So he's given us this time to have an expectation of his greatness, to have an expectation. My expectation from now on moving forward is to celebrate you. You really will be the reason for this season in Jesus' name. Amen. If we don't have the money, kids, I'm going to have to sit you down. We're going to have to explain this. And I'm not professing poverty over my life. I'm delivering truth. Because it's not, teach them, it's not good practice to be irresponsible with money and get in a bunch of credit card debt because we can't do this and we can't do that. When I first had visitation with my kids on the first Christmas, I didn't have the money to do Christmas. So we started traditions. What's your favorite food? What do you want to help mom cook? What can we do together? What's your favorite movie? What are some things we sat down and we said, how are we going to make this Christmas a memory for us? There were no presents, but the greatest gift was God working out his restoration within us. Amen. Amen. We're going higher than a holiday. We're going higher than an earthly thought. Somebody say amen. 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 Capacity. Increase your capacity. Increase your capacity. This is what I'm talking about because soon enough we're going to be presented with the new year, aren't we? And all the new year resolutions that we all get lost in and losing weight is always number one and all this other kind of stuff, you know, and it's all good until my friend over there comes and we have some crab dip and (laughs) chips and dip and it's all out the window. It's not ironing sharpening iron. I don't know what that is. It's, (laughs) amen. (laughs) It's having a little bit of too much fun that sticks a little bit here. It sticks a little bit there. Amen. It's all good. Increasing our capacity. Increasing our capacity. We're going to look at life in a different way. So I want you to start thinking about not just a season because a successful life and a powerful life in Christ, is go- it goes from season to season, amen? Not a holiday. And holiday back in the day was holy day. Let's make this day holy. Let's make this day holy, Father, because you are worthy. You are holy. Father, let us sanctify ourselves in you. Let us be set apart. Let us not be like the world, experiencing the brawls and the fights and the debt. We are not of the world. We are different. We are set apart. We have a different expectation. We have a new perspective. And I'm praying about capacity. Capacity. Increase your capacity. Many times we talk about baggage. We talk about luggage is too heavy. We don't want to bring it with us. This year, New Life Resolution 2018, we want to be wrapped in the Father's love. We want some focus, don't we, ladies? We want to be going somewhere, don't we? We don't want to be carrying baggage. We want to be carrying purpose. We want to be walking with confidence. Amen? We want to be defined. Notice that this bag is sleek. It's full of stuff. Do you know that God wants to increase your call? Notice this has got a little bit of weight to it. The call of God on your life is going to have a little bit of weight to it. But the grace of God will allow you to carry the weight of your call. It will cause you to carry the weight of what he has birthed inside of you. Amen? Being wrapped in love means he's got stuff inside of you. He has gifts inside of you. Merry Christmas to you. Ha! Hallelujah. Amen. Doesn't go on the Amax. Doesn't go on Macy's. Because it was in you before you were ever born. 
because he thought of you before you were ever born because he knitted you in the womb. He breathed the breath of life into you and on you. Father, increase our capacity. That means we're going to have to learn how to be faith-filled, not just faithful, ladies. That priest right there. Increasing that capacity of faith. Dare I believe higher and greater in the midst of my feeling, in the midst of feelings of love that I'm not receiving. Father, let me expand my capacity that you would wrap me in love. Wrap me in your purpose. Wrap me in your purpose. Now we're going to open this because this is very important. This is going to need to go with you wherever you go. This is very focused, and not a lot of things can fit in here, which means we're praying for focus. Father, define my purpose. I'm going to get deeper with you. We're going to start sloughing some stuff off, amen? We're going to start getting serious and rising above our feelings and recognize that we were created for a purpose. You were born to die, so I would die to self and rise up as an earthen vessel that said, Lord, have your will and your way in me, amen. Lord, let it be so. Lord, send me. Can he? Can he? All right, now, let's put it to the test. Hey. Women of faith and power in here. I know y'all sitting under some good teaching. Mama got a new pair of shoes. There's blessings in your walk with Christ. We got to be prepared. Ladies like shoes. So the Lord spoke to me, bring a bunch of shoes. Now I'm going to zip this back up for a minute. Because I want to protect, I don't want to leave my life open. So we got to learn to zip it up, ladies, in more ways than one. That preached, amen. And we don't need to take that any further, amen. We're just going to roll on out knowing what that means. I need the word of God, amen? I need the word of God to deliver his word to me. I need to know what you're calling me to do, Father. Amen? That means increase my time here because the demand of life is always going to be on you. Always. The demand of life is always going to be on you. Is it not? Verse 6 and 7 says, It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. I can't keep record of wrongs and carry around unforgiveness. Now that's in our text tonight. There is no room in here for carrying around your records of wrongs and injustices, meaning vengeance is mine, says the Lord. That means I have to live out the word of God, even with the hard directions. And it's very clear in there. 
You can't take your records of your wrongs. You cannot take a heart that's bitter, full of unforgiveness, because that's baggage. It's no longer a carrier. You cannot be a carrier. This is a carrying bag. This is a vessel that carries things. A luggage bag you can't carry with you everywhere because it's too heavy. It's too weighty. You got to cut it off, don't you? Your past cannot go with you. Not everybody can go with you to where the Lord has taken you. Watch when you start to get successful. Watch when you start to get 30,000 followers. See how many people want to jump on your train then. Huh? They want to jump right in your little suitcase and live off your favor. Are they invited into your life through the Holy Spirit? You can't take the old relationships. You can't take the dead thing. You can't take the sin. You can't take the gossip. You can't take it with you. You can't take it with you. So tonight in a new life resolution, are you ready? Because when I said, Lord, send me, you said yes. That means tonight some stuff has got to get settled. Tonight we're going to have to settle the issue of the holiday season. Lord, I'm going to change my expectation tonight. I'm going to change my perspective tonight. I'm going to start working on my 2018 new life resolution. Some hurts, habits, hangups, some heartaches need to be left right here because they can't go home with you because we're going to zip this bag up by the end of the night and what's supposed to be in here is going to be in here and you're going to walk out free. You may not be happy with me, but you're going to be free. Amen? Come on, somebody. You're going to be free. So we have the word of God. It carries us. The prized possessions. I carry it with me. Verse 5 in that text says, love does not demand its own way. Are you ready? Because we did the holiday illustration, but you, are you ready for God to really speak to you? Because we can't have our own way. That means, Lord, I have to abandon all of my goals, all of my dreams, and I have to lay them at your feet. And if you confirm them, I will pick them back up. But if you don't, they stay right here tonight. I live in Orlando, Florida right now. I don't want to live there. Just saying. Missouri is my home. And I was not the best daughter, and I was not the best mother. And I lived away from my parents for a really long time. And when I had the opportunity to move back to Missouri, I thought I would stay there forever. The Lord started blessing. There was a restoration that happened, there was a reuniting. And then I prayed the prayer Lord, send us. (laughs) Father, increase my husband and I. Pour out a blessing that we cannot contain. And then the Lord spoke, because he will. He said, move to Orlando. Now, I laugh at it now, but it wasn't funny, because the Lord was serious. Can you leave your location, if that's what he's calling you to do? Can you walk away from family? Because my mother and father aren't getting any younger. My sisters were there. They were my network. They were my weekenders. Holidays would be spent with them. That won't be this year. Can the Lord send you? 
in the midst of quarrelings and things that are going on at home, if the Lord gives you a direction, will you go? Or will you stay because you think you have to control or maintain something that's happening inside when you say, Lord, I'm going to surrender it to you, I'll give it to you. Will you? Word of God, speak. Word of God, speak. Are we women of faith and power that have the ability to say yes? Because he will reward you and he will bless you and he will pour out a blessing that you can't contain because he's done it. Now, I miss my family and I miss my folks, but I'm empowered by what God is doing. And there's a joy inside of me that can't be contained because joy is not happiness. Happiness is a feeling that's fleeting. Joy is a state of being. Joy is comfort because I'm confident in the word of God. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Count it all joy when you fall into trials. That doesn't mean you jump up and down and you laugh and roll around. That's crazy. That's not what that means. Oh, thank you for this hardship. Ha, 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 ha. No. No, Lord, I trust in you. I'm confident in you because I know you are the way maker. I know that you are the God that's faithful to his word and faithful to his promises. Therefore, I can be strong in the presence of your joy because that's what I'm made up of. That's my making. That's what I walk in. I know that I know that I know you. This is more than an emotional relationship with God. Amen. This is an eternal mindset. I keep my eye on the prize. I'm going higher. We're earthen vessels that are set apart unto him. Amen? Flat shoes and high heels. You see them both right here. These are super cute. Like, I really like these. Cute, right? But there's a lot of wearing on these shoes. Right? And then you have flat shoes right here. There's a lot of wearing on both of these shoes. What's the point of this? Do you know where you're going? Do you know what you need to get there? Because these shoes, when you need faith that endures, are the ones you need to put on. Do you know what you're walking through right now? Are you aware? Can you recognize that these shoes don't run a race? I'm not trying to do this through the airport, although it looks cute and fine. It's going to hurt me because it doesn't fit in that situation, does it? Do you know what to slip into? Do you know what to put on? Do you know how to carry yourself? Do you know what's appropriate for your season so you don't hurt yourself or you fall short and you can't endure, you can't run your race? Do you know where you're going? Do you know where you're going? We have to know where we're going, ladies. We have to be prepared to walk. We have to be prepared for him to position us. Amen. Now I want to talk to you about purpose. Look at this. Now I know my purpose. It took me a while to find it out. You all have gifts inside of you. It's your job to discover and develop them. Merry Christmas to you. <laughs> Amen? God is going to define what is inside of you. You will be drawn to your gift. You will be drawn to things. Amen? And some things, let me tell you, you won't. I have written these books. I failed English. I'm not kidding. This is a New York Times bestseller. I'm not saying that to lift me up because the, the word of God that we read, it says love does not boast. 
Be careful what you do for the Lord. You are lifting up him. You're not lifting up your product. Oh, please buy this. So Jesus doesn't have to come in and flip over the change tables because you're just trying to make a buck and you're just trying to create a platform for yourself. Mm-mm. I'm going to preach that serious because this belongs to him. This pulpit belongs to him. This platform belongs to him. It all belongs to him. Amen. These writing is my life assignment. It's what he's called me to. In the midst of living in my parents' basement was when the birth of this book gave way. This is what happened. We had nothing. This is God's testimony. They offered us a couple hundred thousand dollars at the time to write this book. We were living in my parents' basement. What did I do? I went to the prayer time. Daryl went to the prayer time. And you know what God said? Not the time. Lord, we are living in the basement. We are sharing a cell phone. What? what? But can he trust you? Can he trust you? Because it did come to pass. It was at a different time. Because there was no story to write about then. It was only tragedy then. Because our testimonies were being tested at the time. Because when the offer came along, he and I were shacking up. We weren't married yet. Let me just preach a real right up in here. Amen? Come on. Because I'm about to get serious with you right now. What if I would have taken the money? I would have sold my soul. What am I going to talk about? How my husband, or sorry, no, he's not my husband. Excuse me. What kind of glory would have been in that story? It would have just been another story. It would have just been another lustful printout to defile this world. But I said, Lord, I'm going to get serious with you. Because I went to the Lord in prayer again. And I kept reading the word. And the Lord worked on my heart. And this is why we got to say yes quickly, ladies. Because you'll pay the price to stay in sin. He said, are you going to choose me? Because I can't send you this way. Got up, went into the room. I told my husband, I said, we're not sleeping together no more. I choose Jesus Christ first and foremost. He is first. He is going to be first in all things. He is going to be first. And I put him first. And I thought after all that my, my husband now had been through, that he would be like, baby, yes. I wanna, yes, I want to live for Christ. I want to do this. He looked at me and he said, what? You know what he said? I'm out of here. Can you take a stand when it hurts? Because we're talking about 2018. We ain't playing, are we? We're not playing tonight. We're dealing with some stuff. Amen? Because we get caught up. And we don't know our value. And when we don't know our value and we don't know what God's trying to do and we don't know the worth of who we are because of what he's worth and what he's done for us, when we don't realize we are wrapped in his love and that's the wrapping we're going to have to take, amen, and get rid of that earthly thing because it promises greatness, doesn't it? The enemy always promises greatness, doesn't he? But that's a lie. That's a lie. Here's another illustration, this book, and they kept coming. This 
curriculum was written five years ago, Clean, Sober, and Saved. The Lord put it on my heart to write this curriculum. I said, Lord, I, what, what am I going to do with this? There was no platform for this. There was no demand for this. There was nothing. He said, I'm not asking you that. Because if you're only going to do it for a platform, if you're only going to do it because you think you need to have it all figured out, how it's going to get out there, I can't entrust you with what I'm going to do with this. I can't entrust you with the souls. Yet, Okay, Lord, I will do it. I hear you clearly. I'm just sharing my stuff with you because it's a struggle sometimes, isn't it? And you want to question God sometimes. But because I was a good steward of what he said to do, and I just set it down to let him, him breathe life into it at the time, and when he says it's time for it to take off, do you know that this went to the Philippines last year? That when the president of the Philippines declared war on drugs, they needed a solution I am just Tracy from Missouri. Hello. Who doesn't like living in Orlando? What if I wasn't ready? This had to be ready. Are you ready? Are you doing what the Lord has told you to do? Are you being a good steward of his gift? Not just his money. That's, we always think about stewardship with his money. Are you being a good steward with your relationship? Are you being a good steward with what he places in you? Are we a good steward of the gift? Lord, increase my capacity for you, that you may be glorified, that you may be lifted up, that marriages would be saved through this, through the word in this testimony and by the blood of the lamb and practical application and your word. Set them free, Lord. Amen? Amen? Set them free. Are we getting it? Purpose. There's power in the purpose of God. The platform is his. Father, I belong to you. You wrap me in your love and I'm gonna say yes to your love when it hurts. I am going to grow up. We're going to end with this. Put away childish things. 1 Corinthians 13, 11. When I was a child, I spoke and thought and reasoned as a child. But when I grew up, I put away childish things. Ladies, we've got to get beyond our five senses with God. We've got to stop questioning him. Because there's going to be seasons in your life where you can't see him, where you can't feel him, where you don't feel like his hand is upon you, when you can't smell him, when you can't taste anything that looks like God, sees like God, tastes like God. There are going to be those dormant seasons, and that's going to be your greatest time for growth. Amen? Because it's winter here in your state. And when I drive around, there's no leaves on your all's trees. Amen? It looks like a dead place. Not putting y'all down, but this is going to preach. But do you know that I can see for miles? I can see things that I can't see in the growth place. I can see for miles. I can see clear. The sun shines directly through those trees so bright that it will blind you. If you can open your eyes to see in the dead place, amen? If you can open your eyes to see in that dormant place, God, I don't see you. I can't hear you. When I read the word, it's not alive to me, but I'm reading it anyway because in your time, I want to be fully alive in you. I want to be fully ready. I want to know where I'm going. I want to be prepared and have endurance. I want to know my season. This is the last one. It's 30 degrees outside. With as cute as they are, and my toes are painted super cute right now. And you can't see them. 
These are not in season here. They don't fit here. Now, when I get off the plane, they fit in that place. Simple, but it preaches good, doesn't it? Because his word always preaches good. Are you prepared? Do you know that this is God's platform? Do you know that his love never fails? Do you know that his love never dies? Do you know that God's calling us into a greater place, ladies? Do you know that we are going to have to be the standard? Isaiah says that when the darkness comes, I, the Lord, will push. I will be the standard. I will push back the darkness. The standard is us. Can we resign ourselves to a new life resolution? 2018, amen. Can Jesus really be the reason for the season? Amen. Can we rejoice in the midst of heartache? Can we rejoice in the midst of an uncomfortable situation on Christmas day? Can we be prepared? Can we be a prepared people that come with great power and great purpose to praise the Lord our God? Can we ladies? Now, Pastor Danelle is gonna come up here and she's gonna close us out. I don't know. Are we supposed to close now? She's coming. I get lost in this. I get excited about the opportunity. Because remember, ladies, you want to be wrapped in his love. So right now, we're offering the opportunity to take out what doesn't belong in here. And these are headphones to hear the voice of God. People can't go with you. Your past can't go with you. Your wrongs, your list of wrongs can't go with you. My selfish, my dreams, my goals, my plans, they can't go with me if they're not of you, God. I'm willing to surrender them because I want to leave here ready because I want to be going someplace because my perspective's different. My expectation is different. Lord, I want you to send me because I want my life to glorify you and I want to be fully wrapped in your love. Amen.